Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. Divided evenly, there are roughly 62 Lego pieces for every human being on Earth. That's it? That's a lot. That's a lot of Lego Two kinds pieces. of people. Hmm. That's so many Lego pieces. Like, I could still build a lot. Like, I could still build something with 62 Lego pieces. Like what? I don't build Lego, so I don't know. But I could build something. I could build a really long stick. <laughs> with Lego pieces. With 62 of them. That'd be very long. 62 pieces is a lot. How big are the Lego pieces? Do I get, like, a weird-shaped one? Do I get a regular square-shaped one? I'm Cameron. Use the hashtag Geeks Corner uh, to tweet at, at, at us, and we might respond. Tell us your favorite mm -hmm. Lego piece. I could build a lightsaber. Like, you know when you would connect a bunch of expo markers together and then, like, make a sword? Yeah, I could do that. I think that'd be feasible. <laughs> okay. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on. This Sunday, we got Disneyland super, super early in the morning to uh, walk through the park for part of Chalk Walk, which uh -huh. raised $2.5 million so far for the Children's Hospital of Orange County. They're aiming for $3 million, though, so if you would like to donate, go right now to chalkwalk.org slash dapsmagic and donate to our team because it's more fun. It's true. Um, but uh, there's still time to donate. We can do that through September 12th, and so we're trying to generate more donations to help them get to that three million mark don't have to give a whole half a million dollars i mean five dollars would be it's cool. an option yeah I five dollars fifty dollars five hundred dollars for all our millionaire viewers yeah we we might have one of those somewhere maybe i don't know if we do make checks payable to cameron at... and then go to patreon.com dapsmagic right um talk about your favorite part of chalk walk this year katie this year, my favorite part of Chalk Walk was. I'm bringing it first. So I can watch the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. Watch the pre-show. I think one of my favorite parts, I think this year there was an extra sense of camaraderie. I feel like other years people kind of get lost in the team aspect and things get very competitive. But this year, my mom and I made friends with someone in the elevator who was from Once Upon a Chalk, that team. Um, and we literally walked the entire tram route together and it was, she's like, what team are you guys on? And so we got into this whole thing and we talked about her daughter. Um, hi Tori, if for some reason you find this, you are a fantastic person to get to talk to. But there was just a sense of friendship and camaraderie around the entire walk. And, and also was, on Twitter. Yeah. Like I, I was noticing tweets going back and forth from different people, you know, supporting each other. Um, our friend Jeff was walking also, and he was he and I were kind of coming back. Right? Yeah, seven hundred fifty-one. Congratulations, well done, and um, and that's you know we still have a month to go, so keep going and supporting Jeff and support Daps and support whoever, and uh, let's see if we can get him to above three million. Like, yeah. what if it got to three point five? Nobody's expecting that. That'd, That'd be, be super awesome. cool. Um, so that part was really cool. How about the actual walk itself? Um, what were some of the highlights for you this year? Because it was very different. Like for me, um, seeing the Mark Twain and they had uh, Little Mermaid and, and Prince Eric and they had Aladdin and Jasmine and then they had Mary Poppins, Bert and a couple penguins. And it's just the sitting there in front of, of New Orleans Square. Kind of in sitting front of, on the ground. just Pretty much. <laughs> it yeah. jumped out of water and it just sat there. But it stopped right in front of Pirates of the Caribbean, basically. Yeah. And that was such a pretty view to just see sitting there yeah. in, what was the time, 6.30 in the morning? Something like 645, that. 6.45. And, um, like, it would have been super cool if we had, like, a really vibrant sunrise. Yeah. But, yeah, it was okay. But I thought that was a really good use of the Mark Twain, and it was kind of an interesting thing because we got to go by Haunted Mansion and Double Back this year, which mm -hmm. was very different than other years. 
And um, we actually entered through Adventureland, which I think, I don't remember that happening before. I think part of it's because it's always been too thin. Yeah. And, and now, now that that's actually widened. It up, it, and there was no strollers there, so that helped too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, favorite part of the actual route. Well, there was so many good characters. I did love to see Chippendale and Clarabelle and was it Daisy on the jalopy? That was fun. It was incredibly fun. It was one of those things we walked in, and because there's no trolley, normally there's some characters on the red car trolley, um, but having them on the jalopy was so fun. It was almost like there was some sort of cartoon happening. On Absolutely. Because the, they were they were having a lot of fun, and like I got a picture that I haven't, I don't think I've posted it yet, but you've got just so much going on. Like, there was probably four stories happening, because each of them were living out their own little story on yeah. the jalopy and, and it was it was good uh, i think that was one of my favorite parts because it was so unexpected um and there was also just a ton of characters like jane and turk on tarzan's treehouse was another really fun surprise mm -hmm. that i think everyone kind of missed too because not a lot of people were looking up and a lot of people at that point had already seen the twain so they're kind of looking around and everybody's like wait look up like, hey, we're up here yeah. yeah that was cool uh there's just a ton a ton a ton of characters which was super super fun the other thing that was nice this year is it wasn't super hot Oh, like it was, was perfect. very comfortable, and uh, that that helped a lot. I yeah. thought also, and um, I thought it was just a fun year. The ambassador team were incredible, sweet, and uh, I love the Dapper Dan's doing the Disneyland medley. That was which fun. Is one of my favorites with the Deegan organ chimes, and perhaps the best part. And if Murray were here, he would agree with me. Was the fact that DJ Clark was the host of the morning. Like, DJ Clark is amazing. And if you ever want to be on the show, DJ Clark, you're more than welcome to sit <laughs> right here. And, um, I'll move. It's fine. DJ Clark, we go back. I don't know if he knows this, but DJ Clark and us go back really far from when they used to do these events where they would do Disney trivia. And Team Daps Magic would always kill at Disney trivia at these press events where he was doing... It was against children. They just... Sometimes. Wiped him out. Sometimes <laughs> decimated <Four>. them. <laughs> but we we like DJ Clark. We we uh, we've always been fans of him, and uh, all the other DJs are great too. But there's something very uh, fun, and he's just a fun person to be around. Agreed. And he's, he brings a nice a vibe. Host. He's a good, especially for that early in the morning where a DJ could really be too much. Yeah. Um, because. Most people are going on just a couple hours of sleep. And no coffee and no food. And, and there's, yeah. Turns out Starbucks didn't open until we were already on Main Street, so that was yeah. a problem. Um, I was I was sad. But that's okay. Um, anyway, anything else you want to add about Chalkwalk? Um, every dollar goes to kids, so it's a really important. Event. And they're opening an autism center this year. And this last year January. they opened a uh, yeah, but that's considered. I, this I year. know. Um, and then last year they opened a mental health ward, and that's so they're doing some really fantastic things with the uh, the donations. And a lot in. of it is thanks to what Chalk Rock does because yep. it's such a huge thing, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Um, other thing that happened this week was the Haunted Mansion celebrated its fiftieth anniversary, and they had a couple of parties that um, brought the mansion even more to death. More magier. Well, I was going to say it brought it more to life because they brought in life actors. Raised more, raised more spirits. spirits. That was good. Wow. So, um, so my question is, is we know that there was some ballroom dancing scene or the table mm -hmm. and then the the um, night that came to you life. Jerry but, Lewis on this. The, the table, the ball. Yes. And the dancing. And the night. Don't forget the night. Um, hey, lady. <laughs> <laughs> what 
ghost in the haunted mansion, if you were going through and you you could armchair Imagineer, okay, what ghost would you like to see brought to life? No, I, I would. D- actually. I don't. Hatbox ghost would be very cool. I disagree. Our with producer that. Tyler said that tonight. I want the one. Yeah, I love this. You're gonna go so niche. I'm here for it. When you are about to exit to go to the hitchhiking ghosts, and there's the final of them on the right. Mm-hmm. If you turn back and look to the I right totally into the open going. tombstone, yep. there's like a silhouetted hooded one. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's the most terrifying ghost in the entire yeah. scope of. You know what I love is you said I want the one. I was like, he's gonna say the one with the sit. It's my favorite. I think yeah. I brought it up before. That is a. It's legitimately scary because all the rest of them are like, ah, and he's just. I will end you. I was going to say, that one's just so <laughs> ominous. It is one of the truly terrifying moments of, of the attraction. Who would you pick? Um, That's a great question. Constance. Uh, I no. was actually thinking that. No. That was kind of in in my... I... You really got to bury the hatchet with her, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I... One of you will come out ahead. Uh, Cameron, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm not married to this bit. Too much of a commitment? You just really have to divorce logic from it. <laughs> Do you have one, Luke? Oh, no, I'm not playing this time. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was good. That was good. It was very well done. Um, but no, I prefer the heartbeat bread, I believe. Um, but there's actually a ghost in in the um, graveyard scene that's just like sipping tea and they're just having a wonderful time. I want to be friends with that ghost, so I want them to come to life. They're like in the background. They're just like sipping tea. They're like having having a good chat with their girlfriend, you know, just like and spilling the afterlife. Tea. I want the ghost that nobody's ever seen or heard that literally pops out of nowhere and like scares people no. in their doom buggies. Because I think that would be hilarious. Bad, bad, terrible. It'd be funny. Terrible opinion. I don't like that. That's the worst part. Wouldn't it be funny? Don't do that. I think it'd be hilarious. Um, <laughs> Bailey says that uh, New Geeks Corner Challenge builds something with 62 Lego pieces. I think we could do that. I think we could too. <laughs> Would that be cumulative of the three of us making one thing together with 62 pieces? Or, or competition, 62 competition. each? I was say. Randomized 62. If it's the three of us and trying how to... would we pick the 62 pieces? Like, would it be the same 62 pieces? I or... think it'd have to be a random draw. If I don't it's know the if three I of us Lego trying still. to build one thing together, it's not going to end well. Because I don't think the three of us could do anything that small together <laughs> there are actual sets that are just 62 pieces just going out there wait yeah, really i think there's i think it's doable yeah. you just or you them? could just go to the lego store <laughs> at downtown disney and buy 60 you can buy 62 pieces, pieces and put them yeah. in a bag i think it'd be like 10 bucks yeah that'd be... and they'd say weird but okay i need oh you want to talk about weird there's well, a table on this set that we spent three and a half hours in the lego store individually picking out one by one lego pieces to make a mosaic of the Daps hat. And it's pretty it. awesome. They give us a discount by the end of it. <laughs> they were like, really? please leave. <laughs> just get out of here. Is it, pl- please, um, children want Legos. Just go. So Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Right. Wow. Ooh. What is your favorite scene? Uh, I like Leota. I, saw, I, I like the seance room. Um, because I like practical effects. That's where the, the live ghost can come and scare people. Yep. That's where it would be. Good call. Is it David S. Pumpkins? It's yes. David S. Pumpkins. See, that'd be great. I'm David Pumpkins. That'd be funny. And then he just comes around yeah, the middle of the room and then goes away. It'd be great. Not quite as scary, right? Maybe more. Um, okay, so you seance room. How about you, and we're Katie? Part of it. Um, 
I do really love um, the whole like wake section where there's the the let me out, let me out um, because it tells a story. It's the story of like from the lady. Uh, like the fact that you are going into the scene of a wake and then you're so the observatory. Yeah, I think like that, it's... is that the observatory? Is that what it's what? called? You like the zombie? I do like the zombie. The garden room. I do like yeah, zombies, the, but yeah. it tells a story. It makes you feel like you are in a mansion and that there's this, yeah, it makes a lot of sense thing going on. Um, and then you immediately go down the hallway with all the doors. But... And the Twilight Zone clock. And the Twilight. It's Zone a very clock. Twilight Zoney feeling. It, it really is. is. New Twilight Zone is awesome, by the way. Um, and I would pick the attic. Mainly because of the ghost playing the piano. Of course. Yep, I've always, I've ghost. always thought that's such a cool moment. Who's a good ghost? Who's a good ghost? Steven says they're helping us find pieces by the end. That was pretty cool about Aww. making the table. Yes. Uh, that's a fun Your friend thing. Steven was there. Bailey says, I was going to say Hatbox ghosts because they are amazing. Or he is amazing. But I want to go home with the two drunk ghosts on the chandelier. <laughs> that would definitely be interesting as well. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Steven says, uh, live action ghosts should be, uh, he says, I think the gunfight ghosts clearly doing different things would be cool. That would but, be fun. But at the same segmented times of actually come phasing into existence, so they just, their yeah. life is, ah! Yeah, yes. that would be fun. Yes. They didn't sing Ten Gold Commandments. Yeah, they That's, don't know what the Ten Gold Commandments going on. are. Nope. They're like, one? I don't know. Does what anyone year, have a list? I'm, I'm spacing at the moment. What year is the Haunted Mansion? Like, canonically? What do you mean? Like canonically, when, what when year did those is... people? When did they all die? What year is the mansion set in? I believe. Oh, that we don't know. That's well, a in the uh, attic room, the paintings are like the 1800s. That's true. Yeah, I was trying to remember because 1812 was popping into my head, but that seems too early. But we should go look. We'll go on that. And well, it's late out. Victorian. Let us know. Styling, at least in the clothes. So late 1800s, early 1900s. It's very possible. If you know, let us know. We're gonna have to do some. Maybe some research. Roger will Google it for us. Research. Research. Um. Okay, so Bailey says for the Lego challenge, it has to be individual and randomized pieces, pieces okay. from Mr. Dapp's Trilby. Thank you for using Trilby. And remember what I say, hashtag Geeks Corner, because it is law. That's true. That's what she said. She yeah, I was me. picturing uh, it as fine 60 bespoke pizzas to build a set thing, but I like your way more because at the end of it, it's going to be, a, I made a spaceship. It's going to be a spaceship. All of ours are going to be spaceships. <laughs> or a boat. Be spaceships. It could be a boat. What is a spaceship but a boat for the sky? <laughs> Future boat. All right. Uh, Future boat. Future. <laughs> From the year 2000. Future. Um, <laughs> we took it there. This last week, uh, Bob Iger did an earnings call about the third quarter uh, financial results for the Walt Disney Company, and of Otherwise course, known as futures. Everybody, thank you, has uh, opinions about said earnings. Uh, we're going to share ours as well, Cameron. I'm going to let you go first. Money. Um, did you hear about this? Read it. What What do you yeah. know? Oh yes. Okay. Um, I, many people are using this as a justification of CC. Look, I told you the Disneyland is making all the mistakes. Um, and n no, <laughs> tell me why. Uh, for why. several reasons. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Economics. Um, 90s night was last year. Oh, that's true. No, it wasn't. No, it was. It was this year. It was literally six months ago. That's right. It seems so long ago. Anyway, economics. Go ahead. So, um, there is uh, a concept in economics known as the fluctuating market. Oh, I wish um, we had a graph right now. Ooh, graphs would sell this so good, and it would actually help. Um, the, the idea of a company posting 
nothing but gains or a bull market is suspicious for one and for another completely unreasonable uh any market share for any period uh, over any amount of quarters should have one that dips um, it's healthy for the company uh, simply to be able to refocus on what's important, um, especially if they're going through uh, periods of immense growth immediately before or after. Oftentimes they will plan for a reduction quarter, which is probably what happened here. Uh, no company wants to necessarily lose money. However, they just had massive gains, especially in other aspects of the Disney intellectual properties. Um, they know they have just made massive improvements to the parks in places that are going to be gainful for years to come. Um, and they know that they have huge projects in the works like Marvel and um, <laughs> which which means that them taking a hit on a third quarter to be able to refocus on other things like leveling out pricing to make sure that it is correct uh, to make sure that they are able to manage staffing or recoup on certain things that need repairs for wear and tear by having less people in the park to be able to deal with that sort of thing or to at least slow the progression of wear and tear on things. Uh, there is a madcap logic to all this. If you just breathe for a minute, you would understand that a massive company like Disney, which has been posting profits for probably the better part of three and a half years, I think at this point, um, is totally fine to take a quarter hit loss and honestly may have planned for it. Well, and look at the losses, what they were. Yeah, They're minimum. not yeah. bad losses. And, and I think Bob made a really good uh, point, <clears throat> excuse me, when he said, um, we've got fewer people, but they're spending more. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if I were the person running that, that would be my goal every month, like all the time, is you want to have fewer people spending more because that means you've got <coughs> less wear and tear in the park. You're getting more out of each person that does come in so you can invest more in each person's experience. Mm -hmm. And um, personally, I very much like having Star Wars Galaxy's Edge walkable. Yeah. Like walk walkable. Well, think about, because we all went all to the preview, right? During that first month. Yes. Yeah, you did. Yes. Um, think of the first hour and the last hour of your preview. <laughs> it was not, like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't fun. But it, was it wasn't noticeable. nearly as fun as that middle hour where was there was just... nobody else. Or was it two hours in the middle? Two hours, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but you think of that first hour, it was just like, there's a million people here. I'm never going to ride the Millennium Falcon. I'm never going to get into that store. Like, there was, it was kind of hard to do stuff for the first hour or two. And it was kind of hard to get really good pictures because there was so many people there. Yeah. And then it suddenly opened up and you're like, oh, this is cool. I can actually see that Ray is over there. Oh, there's Kylo Ren. I can actually go into Oga's. Like it, well, maybe not that, but- um, <laughs> Because we're getting extremely dense in the, the subject, let me just bring in a, a brief caveat here. If you're in Galaxy's Edge and you choose to yell the name Kyle Ren rather than Kylo Ren, it is a great way to make people very angry. <laughs> wow. Did you do this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was real good. My wife and I like the uh, the um, seagulls in uh, uh, Finding Nemo. That, yeah. was, that was the same energy we brought to Kyle! Kyle! Kyle Ren! Kyle! Kyle! Darth Lord Kyle! Kyle! I'm sure they loved you. Supreme Lord um, Kyle. Don't do that. Um, we <laughs> don't do not that. condone that behavior. We don't condone that. We represent the it. Stormtroopers no. probably won't like it, and neither will Kyle, so don't do it. <laughs> um, Jeff is saying <laughs> that according to a site on the internet, so 
we'll see, and maybe Roger can verify this. The house was built, uh, is based on a house that was built in Baltimore in 1803. Oh, early. That uh, house is probably real haunted. Um, Not by animatronics. They just picked it up and brought it over. Oh, so, yes, so yeah, real haunted. So, as we pivot back to financial results, um, anybody concerned for one? No. No. Two, how long do you think it's going to be until everything's crazy again in the parks? I was going to say, when passes are unblocked in the next, next week. Weeks. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of assumptions are being made based off of, like, July for the last few years has not been busy. Like, they changed the structure so people are blocked out, what, three weeks in July, and it's been beautiful. Um, if you're the top level, uh, whatever that level is, the signature in higher um, passes. Supreme Leader. <laughs> Supreme Leader Passport. I'll be curious what that's like by the end of the year, too. Um, that's another conversation, is where does Star Wars go by the end of the year? Um, to space. Yeah, probably. But, um... Anyway, it'll be interesting to see how busy it is. And then my question for you guys is, Galaxy's Edge is about to open in Florida. Yeah. What do you think it's going to be like? In Florida? Mm-hmm. Florida. Um, I bet it's going to pack out for about a month and a half to two months. At least. Uh, I, I'm looking at Pandora as an example, and I'm looking at yeah. the, the East Coast management of Universal Properties that have opened up recently. Um, I bet it's going to be horde. Uh, yeah. Disney World so it is... it sounds like... I don't... Did anybody else hear that they're doing... I thought I heard they're doing virtual queuing. I'm not sure. Land. I didn't hear that. Did anybody hear that? I, I don't know. Hopefully somebody can confirm that for me. I mean, either way, it's... I feel like Disney World is a bigger travel get than Disneyland. So if there are people going to commit to be able to come do that, it's going to be a wider net. Yeah. And it also captures much more of the European and Eastern markets as far as folks coming over. It's easier travel. I feel like there's also just a ton of people that still haven't experienced Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland because they were waiting for Florida's to open. Mm -hmm. um, and as you said, there's a ton more people that they make their vacation while Disney World instead of Disneyland. Um, so there's people well, that are... It's a global destination where Disneyland yeah. really is more regional. It really is, yeah. Um, but even people that are kind of more West Coast, sometimes they will even travel to Disney World over. I want to see theirs. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I totally like, agree. I, For no other reason than how cool would it be to be in a thunderstorm in Galaxy's Edge? That's terrifying. That's cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? I've done it. Terrifying. I'm all for it. That sounds I think scary. it'd be great. Like, I just think that would be really fun. Um, also, their hotels are all sold out during Galaxy's Edge opening. So yeah. All of the hotels. Yeah. They're and they have, like, a lot of hotels. Yeah. Several. Yeah. At, at least, least two. At least Virtual two. Virtual queues being worked on. <laughs> being okay, so it's a possibility. It's it wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, but I also feel like there's also so much happening already during Galaxy's Edge opening. Like... Um, Illuminations closing, Epcot Forever opening, like this whole, these couple months, um, Food and Wine Festival. I think Galaxy's Edge and Food and Wine Festival are the two big draws this year. I in... think it's just going to be crazy. Yeah. Like there's so much happening. And there's also the, the rubbernecker influence. It is felt at Disneyland, yeah. but I think it's a legitimate percentage increase at Disney World when something happens. And with all those events lining up, there are the mid-tier vloggers or bloggers, much like ourselves, would be locally, who would be convinced to make this the trip that they do all the things at. Yeah. 
And I think, I mean, why wouldn't you want to? Yeah, absolutely. Like, even I think those of us on the West Coast are completely intrigued by the East Coast just by the subtle differences. We were talking about a few of them before the show. Yeah. And, um, like, I think it's 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 not something you see every day where they try to do an almost identical land in two places yeah. and then they're still different because they're different climates and you know the colors we can already see are different we can you know you're picking up on a few little things and that's kind of cool can i discuss the brilliance of niantech and the pokemon company niantech which is the parent company of pokemon released a series of games early into the market known as red and blue and in japan green they are the exact same game with the slight differentiation that each game has three to five Pokemon that can only be got in the other game. So you need every game. So you need every game or need to be able to socialize properly with the other games to be able to achieve the other catching them all. Disneyland is modern Pokemon with people. It's true. Yep. There is very subtle differences between the Disney World and Disneyland lands and it gonna make people want to go over and catch the blue version of the Pokemon. And it is, I think. I mean, think of how many people from Florida came out to this one, even though they're going to get the same one. It's true. And, I mean, it, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, finally, go ahead. Slight corrections. Game Freak, not Niantic. Niantic is the company that made Pokemon Go. Was, Game Freak is the parent company that was originally over the game series. I was very confused when you said Niantic. I was like... Thank you so much. For, good catch. You know, I appreciate um, it. Finally, uh, we've gotten a look at what Lady and the Tramp are looking like for the upcoming Thank Disney you. Plus live it's action. Puppies. They're using real dogs. Yeah. How cool is that? Like, one of them's a rescue dog, and one of them's uh, a purebred Cocker Spaniel. And I, I think that is the coolest thing ever. I just hope that they don't do the weird, like, animated mouths thing. Talking voice thing. You should put some peanut butter in there. Mm. Mr. Ed but, but the puppies are so cute. They're, they're good so castings. Sweet. I think they're great castings. I agree. Um, now that you've seen this little bit of what we're going to see come November 12th. Is it is it out on November 12th? Yes. Okay. Um, with Disney+. Plus. What are your thoughts on future Disney Plus movies? Like, we don't have a trailer. We don't have anything like that, but... I'm hopeful because the comparative market is difficult. Let me explain. Um, Netflix took an approach, two approaches with their original content. It is extremely overproduced wonderfully done stuff that is for a niche more adult audience yep. and then pretty much everything else was terrible and intentionally so was just thrown onto the market to be able to see what hits um that shows me a gap um when you look at the other platforms that are making their own original content it's much more adult centric um disney is going to be able to hit the sweet spot of producing things that are quality enough that parents do not feel like they're being tortured watching the things with their kids um, and kids will enjoy it at the same level of quality. Um, I think they have an extreme opportunity to be able to produce good things. So do you think this is going to be the modern Homeward Bound? Like different <coughs> different storyline, obviously. But as I was looking at the picture, my first thought was like, oh, it's Homeward Bound. Like the, the way that they're telling the story. Are you, are you talking, so story, not necessarily the <coughs> cultural impact. Correct. Because we will never have another Homeward Bound ever no, no, again. No, no, I mean the way it's filmed, the storytelling, the narration slash voiceover. Yeah, I think so. And it, bring, think? it brings up a point that Katie was actually just bringing up about the CG. I actually really hope they move the mouths because you bring up Homeward Bound. 
And all you get is a bunch of psychic dogs, and that scares me a lot. I, say, I don't know which I hate more, the psychic dogs or the mouth moving. So They're what do you think it's going to be? Options. I bet it's going to be animated. I, 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 think I was leaning towards that, to be honest, because I feel like that's the Disney way. Yeah. But I'm only okay with it if it looks somewhat normal actually completely normal well they're going to be able to pull it off because they they use similar technology at least in the cg for like uh jungle book and um and they'll be able to <laughs> do vector masks they did all for avengers for all the, the suits and stuff yeah. they have the tech they'll be able to pull it off pretty easily but i'm intrigued by it i like i i really was impressed by the picture it's cute it's cute movie. Say, i think it's gonna be a cute movie i don't know that it's gonna be anything to write home about i don't know that anyone is going to be all over social media like did you see i feel like it's gonna be a step up above network television movies yeah. i agree i just don't i think it's just gonna be a very cute enjoyable yeah. movie like yeah. i don't think it's gonna be do you think it's gonna be disney channel original movie cute yes. or a step above that well, you bring up the decoms that's Half a very step. good point the reason Major that theme. we are so fantasticalized over the the decoms is because that's what was available, and we can nostalgize it because that's what was available. And they're all going to be on Disney yes. Plus. So on all, all the decoms are as well. But I think that's what's going. If we're going to have any kind of staying power for these, it's going to be the five to ten year olds that that's what's available. They watch it, and then later in life, as they remember it, a la Luck of the Irish. I love Luck of oh, the Irish. So good. Year. That's how I learned to do an Irish accent. Fans of the film. Oh, it's a fan of the Mac. Oh, I love Phantom oh, of the Oh man, that brings it back. That's a completely and they're different episode. They're not good movies. That is super important. No, if I watch them now, mm -hmm. and, and I'll throw them on on Disney Plus for nostalgia factor. But See, I actually think these are gonna be decent. I, I, think I agree. So yeah, too. like but Mandalorian but, is gonna be good. Yeah, very oh, definitely. Good. That's gonna be super good. Like, That's I gonna think be. They're setting a different bar with this. budget for every episode, though. So yeah, sure. Ma Mandalorian is. I I think their their answer to CBS is Star Trek. Oh, it totally um, is. It's, I mean, it's uh, that level. It's going to be great. No, it's, it's he's right in Star Trek. It's a level higher. But, oh well. <laughs> so you're going to go to thegeekscorner.com. That is thegeekscorner.com. If you're not there already watching this show, you totally should be. If you're not, congratulations. You live in an altered dimension. Get to thegeekscorner.com. Watch us do things and stuff. Go to dapsmagic.com in this dimension. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list and find our Patreon. And make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. We've got a lot of content coming with the D23 Expo in just a week and a half. <gasps> Craziness. <gasps> but ah! that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.